Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And this is no episode, of course. This is the after dark and the whip solo. No one's gotta know. No one's gotta know. They don't gotta know. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, I know that was a, a weird-ass transition. We just went from 50 Cent to me singing Drake. But that's how I was feeling this morning. You know, I whoop your head, boy. You know that I will. You know, I was feeling like that this morning. You know, I felt really... No, actually, I woke up this morning and I felt really good. Well, first of all, let me just finish my introduction. Welcome to the Opinion of Brother Podcast. The After Dark After Hours with your boy, Devontae. Episode 25 of the After Dark. Okay? Shout out. You feel me? We are in um, 25 episodes into the After Dark After Hours show. And it is... It's really... <laughs> It's really taking off, you know what I'm saying? I, um, I thank everybody that continues to listen uh, across all platforms, across America, across the world. Shout out to my peoples in uh, Florida. Shout out to people and people here in Grand Rapids that listen. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you know people from Atlanta to California, uh, to San Diego, to uh, Dubai, to um, Venezuela, to you know everywhere. You know I appreciate everybody for listening. But listen. I played uh, I Whoop Your Head Boy because I had an interesting morning this morning at work. Now, if you know, uh, I do work at a um, I do work at a desk um, part time because I really do this full time um, for real, for real. Um, if you know me, I'm always posting some crazy ass shit or, you know, researching some shit or you know, always working with, you know, when it comes to my podcast or my blog and everything. So I never say I'm working part time with this because this is full time. It's whether you believe it or not. I really don't give two fucks. But um, excuse me, I'm hungry. I just got home from work and I felt like I just needed to really get into the podcast. Like I'm really in the podcast mood. Like I'm ready, you know, because 
when you go to work and when people try you at work, <laughs> like I am the nicest dude you could meet for I like for real. People going to tell you, nah, that nigga mean. You're right. As if you take me there. You understand what I'm saying? As if you take me there. I'm stern. I, I don't take no shit. You come at me with some bullshit, I'm going to slap that shit out right out your hand. Don't come at me with no bullshit. Come at me trill. Don't come at me all that bull. Like, you better come at me correct or don't come at me at all. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's how I operate. That's just how I operate. So, I'm at work. And mind you, I work with white women. All white women. You understand what I'm saying? And this is why I talk so much about white women because I, I'm in a space with four to five white women, all of different ages, right? Youngest ranging from about 35, the oldest ranging from about 74. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever. I don't care. But there was an incident today, right? Today, right? And I got into work and I was about 15 minutes late, but as, as a quote-unquote student worker, we get a 15-minute grace period to get into work, right? So, getting to work, and it's not really because, um, it's really because I didn't really want to get up this morning. I really didn't. Like, I wasn't really feeling going into work, but I said, okay, I need to check. Let me go in, and I felt like that the, uh, like, Tuesday, yesterday. I really felt like this yesterday, because right now it's Wednesday, 5.52, my time. So literally, I really felt like that. I really was like, I don't feel like going into work. I don't feel like, you know, dealing with this bullshit because I felt like something was going to happen today. You understand what I'm saying? Like I felt it, but I was like, no, I'm going to work and I'm 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 gonna deal with this. So I go into work, you know, I get all you know spiffy and casual, professional, and everything, and I go into work and I, you know, say good morning to everybody. You know, I'm very respectful, right? Like with all this, you know, this, with, with the heightened discrimination and everything that's going on in our world and everything, like be, us being more exposed to it, I am very respectful to everybody, but I'm also conscious. Like, don't fuck with me. You understand what I'm saying? So I get an email in my email, right? Probably maybe, probably maybe after like 15 minutes of, you know, getting at my desk. And I get an email and it's basically saying that, you know, uh, we're having a few concerns about, you know, uh, your work. Well, not my work ethic because they hold my work ethic high as hell. Like they love me working there. However, they just wanted to sprout some concerns. So I'm like, okay, well, that's me. Because one of the concerns did not concern us, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, department chairs or i'm sorry department coordinators who obviously spouted some bullshit to my supervisor about me that was not fucking true right so i get the email and i read the email and i'm like first of all what you know basically the email was just like well you know you you know when you don't sit here you weren't on time and you put you know this time into this time and that wasn't correct and blah blah get that whatever change the time then it's like oh well you then you didn't um uh you you were assigned a task and then when i asked you about the task you told me that you were um doing your homework and you didn't look at me hold the fuck up like i'm like i can't make this up you understand what i'm saying so she sent me a, a a paper in which she wanted me to sign and i said no you fucking don't so i grabbed her and i grabbed her boss which is my boss right 
You understand what I'm saying? Like, I call her my soup, but our boss is the main boss. You understand? Like, I work in the dean's office. So you got the dean, and then you got her support or his support. His support is our boss. You understand what I'm saying? So <clears throat> the thing was about everything, literally, we go into the room. And I, I call my boss. I'm like, hey, can you come into the meeting room with us real quick? And she's like, yeah. And she's so confused. She doesn't know what's going on. Like, literally. She didn't CC my other boss on the email. She literally just wanted me to do this. And I seen the tactic. You understand what I'm saying? I already seen what you were doing. Right? So, basically, we go in the room. And I let it be. I let, I let her have it. I said, so what the hell is this? I, I didn't say that, right? But I'm like, what is this? She was like, well, I just had a few concerns because, um, you know, you, you're great here. You're so great. Like, you're so great. But, like, it just seems like you don't care sometimes. And I had, here's the thing. I had to let it be known, right? Let me, let me get seated in my chair real quick. Because I had to let it be motherfucking known. I said, first of all, let me get to that part. I said, for one, and I let my, my boss boss see the paper because she's so confused. She doesn't know what the hell is going on. So I'm talking to my soup, right? My boss boss, right? Call her boss boss. Call her boss lady, right? My boss lady is sitting there. They're both white women. But my boss lady is sitting there. She doesn't know what the hell is going on. My soup, right, is telling me all of this shit. And I'm sitting there like, first of all, I don't come to work to be your friend. Ooh. Hold on now. Drop a bomb and pause. I don't come to work to be your friend. I don't care about any of you. Period. I come to work. I get my work done. And that is it. You understand what I'm saying? That is it. We don't do sh- I don't talk to y'all. I am focused on my homework, which is done because my semester is over. Hallelujah. I have one more semester and I'm gone. Next year, April 2020, I'm out this bitch. Do you honestly think I really care or even want to make a relationship with y'all? No. So I told her, I said, I come here to work. I don't come here to play. I come here to get my work done. I don't come here to socialize. So then it went into, well, one of the other department... um, department coordinators came to me and she just expressed some concern she basically she basically told her false information about a story about a task that she overheard right she overheard like every other like like so many people overheard some something being said and then related to my soup and then they all had a conversation about it and then it was brought to my attention. And this is what I said in the meeting. Bert fucking Bam. I said, here's the fucking problem. I said, I'm a communications scholar. I done got my communications bachelor's degree here. And I got my master's. And I'm about to get my master's. And I work on my communication every day. If you motherfuckers had a problem, which I didn't say, right? I said, if she had a problem with me, or if she had a problem, period. Right. If she wanted me to do things for her department, like think about this. You have one office. That's why I tell people like I work for the entire CHP. You understand what I'm saying? Like 
Imagine you being in an office and you're like, you have to, you know, technically you have two bosses, but there are five people in there giving you tasks to do, right? Generally, there are protocols for how tasks are done. But if your department has a specific way of doing something for for you or for them, and you want me to do it in that specific way, come and tell me. You understand what I'm saying? How to do it. Because if not, I'm going to go by the fucking books, and I'm going to go by fucking protocol. So then she took her old ass and told her that shit, right? So then I went back and I told I told my soup. I said, here's the thing. I told her in the meeting. I said, hold up. I said, first of all, she sent her old ass in the motherfucking back and don't say a motherfucking word to me. She don't say shit to me. So if something needed to be done her way, she don't say shit. And I said, first off, I go by what you two have given me protocol to do. So if she or any other person in this office for their department needs something specific to be done, they need to open their mouth like grown-ups. I said, I am in this bitch 24 fucking damn near seven. And just like everybody else, I hear everything. I have HD5 big ass satellite ears. I hear everything that y'all say about me, about everything, but I don't comment on it. And this is the time where I was about to comment on it. And trust me, y'all, I was cool as hell. Like, I'm, I'm hot now because I have the platform to do what I do. But trust me, I was giving it to him so professional. I was so proud of myself. Like, I didn't cut. Nah, nah, I cussed it. A couple times afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Because they, me and them are cool like that. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't care. Here's the thing. I, when you know your peace, when you have peace in your life, when you really have peace in your life, no, you, you can leave at any time. I'm a hustler. You understand what I'm saying? My mama raised a hustler. I'm always going to keep a job on me. You understand what I'm saying? So I told them. I said, first of all, there are a lot of communication problems going on in this office. I said, you're being pressured by other people to sit here and make this to make this happen when nobody has come to me and have a conversation with me. Because what y'all scared? Oh, I'm going to be the angry black man. Well, you have him now. You understand what I'm saying? And if you would have been like adults, because everybody in this bitch acts like children. I said, I'm 20, I'm about to be 26 years of age and I act older than what I am. Whether you believe that shit or not, I don't give a fuck. But the way I run, I act way older than my fucking age. So the fact that you motherfuckers don't have the audacity and the obliviated gall to sit here and have a conversation with me about a simple, simple task or even miscommunication error that you heard that wasn't even right on your part. That's on you. You can fuck yourself. And I was so livid because I was like, really? I'm tired of motherfuckers having miscommunication. And then you single me out when literally everybody in my office, y'all, is late. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm late because of the fucking bus. People are late for no fucking reason because you have the privilege to be late. Let's talk about it. Your white ass motherfucking skin allows you the fucking privilege to be late to work. 
That's no cap. That's facts. So the fact of the matter is, don't come from my head again. Know who you operating with. I can be the nicest guy on planet Earth if you if if you make it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I can be the coolest, nicest dude. In the, but when I come to work, I'm not here to be your friend. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not here to socialize with you. I don't care about y'all like that. Y'all don't give no substance to my life. So why do I need to sit here and have conversations with you? No. I'm not an undergraduate student. I'm a fucking grad student who's about to get his master's and be out this bitch. I can care less about what y'all got going on. And what I told them is, like I said before, my peace is way more valuable than anybody in this bitch. Do you understand what I'm saying? I have peace. My peace is so much more valuable than I will leave today. No cap. I will leave today. No, 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 no. We don't want you to leave. We don't want you to... No. Well, I'm just I'm telling you what it is. I'm just letting you know what it is. Whether you want me to or not, I will pack my shit and go. I won't put in two weeks. I will leave. I said because I can get a job where, when, however. Just because I know I'm a hustler and I can get that shit, no problem. So don't sit here and come at me with this bullshit. And then when we left the meeting, of course, the the, the lady who was who spouted all this drama, right? Now she wants to be on white. Here's let me let me let me give you some pointers about black people. White women and white people in corporate America, white people in, in, in the professional world. Let me give you some pointers about us black people. You understand what I'm saying? We're not here to be your friend. Especially us of a younger generation who are really just, you know, continuing to learn and understand. We're not here to be your fucking friend. I don't care. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care. Like after work, I don't care about you because you don't care about me. And I said, it's funny how all of y'all talk about each other when y'all not there. So I wonder what the fuck you say about me when I'm not at work because I'm off tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying? I'm off when this episode drop. When this episode drop on Thursday, I'm off. So the fact of the matter is, hold on, yo, let me turn my turn my my heat off. There we go. Um, the fact of the matter is, motherfuckers got me twisted. Motherfuckers got me fucked up, and that's how I felt. Like in that, like you have me fucked up, but I had to, you know, bring it down. You know what I'm saying? Use my AK side professionalism. Shout out to Saza. And um, just give it to them real bold and real broad. I feel like black people, we can be transparent. You understand? We can be transparent and honest, but we have to give it to them at a, in a stern, calm way. When you are stern and calm with them, they understand. They won't try that shit again. Trust me. She ain't trying that shit again. Oh, I don't, I don't fucking play. I don't. I don't. Me personally, I don't. I have worked in so many departments around this motherfucking campus that I don't play. I don't fuck around. I know what it looks like. I know what racial discrimination looks like. I know when I'm really being targeted for real, for real. Even if it's just a little bit, I know what it looks like. And you ain't going to do it with me. You understand what I'm saying? Yay. Just because you feel a way, just because you have the privilege to do some shit, 
Oh, you think I'm not about to do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, then you get mad when somebody else do it. No, shut, sit, sit down. Okay? Sit your old ass down. I have nothing for you. I don't care about anybody when I go to work. Okay? Not, well, anybody in my, in my office. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's probably one. It's my boss boss. You know what I'm saying? Love her, but she talk a lot. But she the only one that's like, she was confused in the office when we had the conversation. Literally. She was like, what? Because you didn't even get, she didn't even get CC'd on the email. So you literally took it upon yourself. My suit took it upon herself to sit here and send an email and try to make me sign something that I wasn't about to sign. Absolutely the fuck not. I'm not about to sign this. Because I've told you already. Cause see, when 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 white when white people get pressured by other white people to get rid of the black person, oh, you're so no. Get the stop that, stop that shit. Because I know how great I am. I know how great I am. I know I do my job very well. I know I'm very respectful to everybody that comes around me. That's why most of the faculty want me to do their shit instead of y'all. Okay, facts, no cap. I said most of your faculty come to me first before they go to y'all. They come to me because they understand I get the job done. But the fact of the matter is you need to have your facts before you start spitting out some motherfucking lies. You understand what I'm saying? Like on some real shit. And here it's all opinion, right? But here's the thing. You didn't have an opinion. You thought you had a fucking fact. You know white people love to have non-facts. And I said, just because you overheard something and didn't get even didn't didn't even get the full story, you decided to go and tell. So that just a lot that just showed me you ain't shit, ain't but a lick of it. And I hope you lick it. Oh, ratchet bitch, get on my nerves. And I don't care if you, I don't care. I don't care either. I don't. I don't because I just felt like that was just mad disrespectful, mad just out of line. Don't come at me with that shit. You didn't even know the full fucking story. You gonna go to my soul? Ah. You better take take your old ass. Sit your old ass in the back. Do your work. And do not sit here. And comment on shit that you don't even know too shit about. Okay? Because the faculty member that actually I did the work for, we already had a, we already had it together. And she already loved what I did. So the fact that you took it upon yourself to tell a story that wasn't even true and got my soup to say, we're good. You stay your old ass in the back. You keep doing your work. And do not comment on anything else that the fuck I'm doing. I, li- I literally let them have it. Like, I wasn't playing. And I feel like black people have to let them have it. I know. Listen, I know jobs get in jeopardy and everything like that but you got to be confident in yourself to know like you a hustler and i'm confident in me to know like i can get a job anywhere you understand what i'm saying as i don't care how much weed i motherfucking smoke i know i guarantee you i can get a job anywhere do you understand what i'm saying that's just because i'm a hustler and i know how to get it don't fuck with i'm i never Listen, it was only one period of time where I stayed out of a job. One. And that was literally because I was going through a depressive time. After that, I stayed with a job. That was my, that's my, I stayed paid. Like, pay. 
So don't think I need you. You understand what I'm saying? I hate when white people think you need them. No, my baby. I never do. I never need the white man or the white woman to hold my hand. Fuck you. No, sir. I don't need you. I want to be here. I, I need the check. That's what I need. I don't need you. I need the check. I need the cash. I need the green. I don't need your white ass. I need that green check. That's what I you know, and it's not even a check it goes into my direct deposit. So I need that direct deposit to hit. That's what I need. But, you know, because that's how my morning started. But the rest of the day was cool, y'all. The rest of the day was cool. But listen, we got some things to talk about. You know, we got some things on the docket for the day. So let's get into it. I know y'all just heard me spout 25 minutes of crazy ass talk. Like, this nigga going off. This nigga right. I'm like, yes. Because anybody that is... Anybody who's been through a sliver of that or even a maximum of that, right? You know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know it. What any, any, any corporate job, you know what I'm talking about. Any black person that works knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Know it. They know it to the T. And I've worked several. Trust me. They know it. And I just do not tolerate. I don't tolerate it. The same respect you give them, I expect it. Or you will not get no respect from me. You will get a mm-hmm. Oh, and I listen. Mm-hmm is my favorite thing to do when I feel like I'm getting disrespected. Mm-hmm. It'll get done. Sure will. It'll get done, but I give you mm-hmm. Because you, you want to come up to me. Hello. How are you? No, back the fuck up. I'm good. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll get done. Yep. Bye. You know what I'm saying? Like. When people show me their true colors, I know how to rock with you on that. So true colors have been really shown, and I'm, and I'm good on you. I'm good on you. And it's work. You understand what I'm saying? You're not going, you're not going to be, I'm not coming here to be your friend. That's why. And here's the thing, black people, my, my sisters and brothers, stop going to work turning your business to these white folks. No, seriously. I'm, I'm dead ass. When you go to work, you go to work. And that's it. Stop talking to these white people like this because they're going to treat you like a charity case. I'm I'm not even lying. Stop doing it. Stop telling them yo, what, what's going on in your life. You give them minimal just like they do you. And sometimes they don't even give you minimal. They want to tell you your whole life story. That doesn't mean you go and you tell them yours. No. You fake listen and you sit there and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Good Lord. Um, let's let's talk about um this recreational marijuana at Mary Jane. So I overheard my Monday podcast and it was a little it was a little choppy at the when I got to the second half. It was a little a little fucked up because my my software was acting up. But I didn't even know it. But um it's all good. But I couldn't I guess it didn't have the recreational um part in there while I was talking about it. But um as you know, recreational marijuana um, here in Michigan is now licensed to about 20, about 20 places here in Michigan, um, mostly in Ann Arbor. Uh, there's one in Muskegon, if I was told right. Yeah. One in Muskegon and, uh, a few in mostly in Ann Arbor and, uh, Detroit. However, um, they, and, and they made over $221,000 in the first day that they got licensed. Like seriously, like combining all of their wealth. 
So do you just think about that? You understand what I'm saying? Now, like, now I did see one one of them. You know, not that it is recreational. Uh, I did see one uh, Weed Maps post where it said like these. Uh, it was a gram for like twenty dollars, and you know I ain't paying that. That ain't that ain't happens. You understand what I'm saying? We definitely ain't paying twenty dollars for the gram, right? However, you know I've always said weed men are mostly unreliable, right? They're horrible. They're the most weed are the horrible are the most horrible communicators of all. You understand what I'm saying? Like period, period, period. They will you will hit a weed man up on like Tuesday saying, Hey, can I get some at like five can I get some, you know, can I get a gram or can I get a two or can I get an ape? Can I get a uh can I get a uh a quarter or half or an O, you know, let me get that and you know, they they don't hit you. Well, here's the thing. It depends on the size loads. No, actually no it no it doesn't. No it doesn't. No it doesn't. I was I was literally about to lie for these niggas, but no it doesn't. <laughs> no it doesn't. It doesn't depend on the size because they suck at communication period. Like they will sit here and literally not text you back until the next day and be like, oh man, my bad, you still need it. No, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. And if you get offended by this, then I'm talking to you. Period. If you don't get offended, then I'm not talking to you. Here's the thing. If you get offended by anything I say, I might as well be talking to you. That's how that's how I look at anything I say, right? Now I can say some outrageous shit, but at the same time, that it ain't no like total lot to it. You understand what I'm saying? So if you feel offended by anything I say, obviously, I'm, first of all, I'm not going to apologize for that, and then secondly, um, obviously, I'm talking to you, right? If you get offended, obviously I'm talking to you. So obviously you need to check yourself. Like that ain't that ain't on me. That ain't that's on you. I'm calling you out. Right? I'm calling you out indirectly. Directly, indirectly. I don't even know. But if this, if you hear the sound of my voice talking this shit and, and you know some of the shit relates to you, and you get offended and you start, you know, talking to me back in the podcast i can't personally hear you because i'm probably at work or asleep or doing some shit else you know what i'm saying working whatever but that's all yeah but here's the thing going back into it um recreational marijuana made about 221,000 uh 21 uh can't even talk it made about 221,000 dollars over the weekend and uh that was a big day um because they were they were licensed on sunday so they started at 10 p.m or 10 a.m., I'm sorry. And then, you know, whatever their, you know, hours are, you know, they close at them hours. And the crazy thing is they they, they all brought in. Now, these are like two, 15 to 20 places, marijuana places that are already licensed recreationally, right? We're not talking about the ones that are just medical. You understand what I'm saying? Like, now, if these medical, now, if the medical marijuana shops, you know, receive their licenses to get recreational, then it could be a whole, you know, another story on top of that but um yeah i'm not paying twenty dollars for a grant that ain't that ain't, that ain't happening that's definitely not happening and i hope i really do hope that nobody try to create a shop like toronto's you understand what i'm saying here's the thing when we went to toronto uh for caravana i told y'all we went into the uh we went to the smoke shop right we went to the we went to the dispensary and when i tell you their dispensary in downtown toronto is like a 
it's like a it's like a it's like an apple store for weed. Like I'm like, what the? F-? Like it doesn't smell like weed. It smells fresh. It smells like fresh linen. You understand what I'm saying? It smell. It is a beautiful, just like whoa. You know what I'm saying? They got the you know they got the weed in the glass where you can pick it up and you can magnify it and look at the crystals and shit. Like it's it, it's just too much. They got the you know the pills and the candy and the the, the raw wraps and everything. I'm like. Wow, this is, you know, it was just like, you step in and you, wow, you know, you got to show your ID, of course, if you're 21, 21 and older, you know, you just show your ID, of course, and you're just like, oh, wow, this is interesting, right, it was just crazy, um, and Toronto was the first place where I could smoke on the street, <laughs> and the policemen do not sit and did not sit here and arrest me, it looked like he wanted to spark my, it looked like he wanted to hit my joint too, and that was the first time I was like, oh my God. You want to hit? I was, I was tempted to say, you want to hit this? <laughs> but it was just, you know, just don't go to that. You know, go to some other. But um, I just hope they don't do it like that. You know, make them, make them, uh, just make them, make them simple. You know, don't, don't be all trying to be extravagant and shit. Just make them simple. You know, like, it was just doing too much. You know, but I get it, you know. And um, the prices in Toronto were kind of, you know, of course you're gonna add tax to it because now you're paying for it. You know, you're not you're not doing the you know uh, let me get thirty for thirty five. You're not doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? Or you're not doing what I say thirty for thirty five. Oh God no. <laughs> or you're not doing the eight for twenty five or something like that. Like you're not doing that. You they're gonna be like eight for thirty, and then it's gonna add tax. So it's gonna be like maybe like thirty six. You know what I'm saying? So it's like eh, you do what you you do what you do right. Um, Shiggy, let's talk about Shiggy, bro. Shout out to Shiggy. Um, first of all, this story made me just think about just how niggas really be. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas just be niggas. You know what I'm saying? And Shiggy, I'm not calling Shiggy a nigga. I'm really calling Casanova and Fabulous niggas. Like, love y'all, but literally, y'all was niggas. Y'all were literally being niggas, quote unquote, in this, in this moment. So Fabulous wanted Shiggy to do a dance challenge for his new song, right? Okay, cool, no problem. Shiggy said, I need a check. Period. I need a check. Fabulous and Casanova like, what you mean you need to check? You didn't did that shit for Drake and blah, 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 and everything like that. And if you go to go watch the video on Twitter, it's literally like Casanova and Fabulous like, what do you mean? Like, you need to check. Like, what are you talking about? Like, blah, like, you know, really being, in my view, niggas. Like, really just like, what you mean? You know, come on, man. We like, we kind of put you on like you owe us. So, like, to that effect. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they said that, but it was, it, 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 that's what it looked and sounded like, to that effect. So, I'm just like, hold up. And then, you know, Fabulous gets in the video. He's like, man, I actually to do a um, dance challenge. He said, I got to cut the check. I got to pay him. And he was looking like, what you mean? Like, pay him. And I'm like, what you mean? Pay him. Like, let's 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 backtrack on Shiggy's career so far, right? Because honestly, I've been following Shiggy for a long time. Before Shiggy was Shiggy, right? So um, Shiggy would always do his dances. He would do dances, period. That's how his Instagram really got popping. He was doing skits and you know, um, dances and everything and he just happened to do 
And he was doing challenges. So he just happened to do the Kiki Do You Love Me challenge. You understand what I'm saying? And um, it popped the fuck off. It made it made Drake a number one hit. Like, don't get me wrong. Drake probably would have been at the top ten with, um, what is that? I forgot that song. But I forgot the name of the song. But anyway, it's Kiki. Um, <laughs> so literally, you know, it was Shiggy. To me, it was Shiggy that literally prepared, propelled that song to number one because after Shiggy did his um, challenge, it wasn't called the Kiki or whatever challenge it was called. It was called the Shiggy Challenge. You understand what I'm saying? Like Shiggy, Shiggy created a whole challenge over that song and it literally got the whole world doing that shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like people outside getting hit, you know, trying to do the little Kiki, do you love me? And are you right? Smack, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's back to some shit. Like, it, it got viral to the point where, you know, it got positive and negative. Like, it was like that. But Drake paid the man. You understand? They even did a skit about paying him. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he was like, bro, I need to check. And Jake said, I got you. 250K, if I'm not believing. 250K. Cut the check. You got it. You just made that shit. Come on now. And that was love. Not only did he cut the check, you understand what I'm saying? Not only did he show love, right? Drake put him in the video. So now you get another check. What? Oh, man. So now when people ask Shiggy to do a challenge, they expect it to be for free. Why? For what? If I was Shiggy too, and I knew the level of influence that I had not only on social media but just period no motherfucker you're going to pay me you understand what I'm saying and it's all love but you're gonna pay me and if not I'm just not gonna do the challenge for you so when he said basically no you don't have to pay me you know they gotta know all the uproar here's the thing Casanova fabulous would you do anything for free I just I just need I just come on now we just we just need to know what anybody if you ask, if you ask me, if you ask Tyronza Devontae Hicks, if you ask Devontae to sit here and come speak at an event, I don't care what an event it is, I need a check. I'm affordable, but I, I need a check. I don't do this shit for free anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I do this for free, right, because I love doing what I do, and I will get paid sooner or later, absolutely. I've, I, I've actually gotten paid doing this. So, like, I've experienced it. You understand what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not doing shit for free. No, I'm not going to come talk at your event for the free ball. No, I'm not going to sit here and um, do a challenge for you if I know my influence is that big for the free ball. No, because it wasn't the Kiki challenge. It was the Shiggy challenge. And if I had Shiggy's influence, and power, I would say the same fucking thing. I say the same thing now. What makes you think, like, I have so many entrepreneurial friends, shout out to y'all, I love y'all. I have so many entrepreneurial friends that I'm like, how much do your services cost? Like, literally, we going on YouTube in January. Shout out to my boy Josh and 630 Visions because he was going to be my uh, my videographer, but, you know, funds and everything. And, and I got a cheaper camera, right? Just had a cheaper, I, t- I told him, I was like, I got a cheaper camera, you know what I'm saying? And he, he was understanding about it and it was all Gucci. But... Before I did that, we literally had something set up to where he was going to be my videographer for the for the first half of the year next year. You understand? For, for the YouTube, because it's still coming to 
Um, we're, we're, we're coming back to YouTube January 19, 2020. Major announcement. Bye bye. <laughs> so, I wanted him to be my videographer, right? So, we had a contract signed up and everything, and he charged a good amount. I'm not about to sit here and say, do this shit for free. What do you mean? That mean that mean he gotta edit my videos. That mean he gotta sit here and take the time out on Sundays or either Sundays or and Wednesdays to come out and do my videos for the free ball. Casanova, fabulous. Do y'all work for free? That's what I'm trying to say. And here's the thing that I don't like when it comes when it comes to older. Um, older people when it comes to and when they see us booming in the social media game you understand what i'm saying they think shit is for free and then your friends think shit is for free let me tell you something right now you want me to come and do something for you speak at an event it ain't free i'm affordable but it ain't free you understand what i'm saying so a lot of people need to start saying i'm affordable for you but i'm not free for you like this is the thing you have to support your friend. Like, free gifts come. You understand? Like, I get free shit sometimes. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, shout out to Post Up Events. Like, he sent me a shirt. Like, I told him I could pay for it. He was like, no, bro, this is off the love. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that is fine. But anything else, I'm going to buy from him. When it comes to AK and the Stuck in the Middle podcast, shout out to y'all. They have whole merch. I'm not going to sit here and be like, AK, let me have a hat for free, bro. No. I'm going to buy his merch. If any one of my friends sat here and started a bit, like literally I'm talking to one of my friends right now about getting a workout plan for her because I know, shout out to Breathe, Love, and Glow. Okay? Shout out to Breathe, Breathe. Because honestly, I just hit her up saying, hey, I need a workout plan for next year. She said, hey, these are my prices and I'm changing it up for next year. Bet we'll get something together next year. Why are niggas thinking that shit is free? Like it's crazy. Like it's it's really weird how it's a certain it's a certain number of us that understand shit ain't free because we trying to all get our bags. You understand what I'm saying? And what makes it so hard about some of you motherfuckers is that you want to use our platforms to to rein to reinvigorate your careers. Let's talk about it for a minute. You want our platforms to reinvigorate your careers. Well. Here's the thing, and this is not just this is not just for fabulous. This is for all you, all you artists out there, all you older artists. Like, and I'm not even saying fabulous's career needs to be reinvigorated because he still is one of the best rappers. You understand what I'm saying? He's still one of the best rappers. But the thing is, your mainstream cloud is not there no more. So you want to do a, you want him to do a challenge so we can get out there and you can get those streams and everything. But now. He's saying, cut the check, and you're like, what you mean, cut the check? Yeah, because he knows if he does the challenge, if he does the Shiggy challenge for your song, he knows the type of influence that he has. You understand what I'm saying? He knows how to monetize his social fucking media. Unlike you, unlike Casanova, he knows how to do what you can on social media. I'm not throwing no shade. That's just facts. Because if you did... You would know how to get your song out there without a shaky challenge. So you're asking him to do it, but not paying the man. No. And I don't think anybody who has a business, like, here's the thing. When you start a business, you know you're not, 
you know you're not you're you know you're not going to initially make money at first. It takes money to make money. So trust me, I've already put monies into this. You understand what I'm saying? Like money's monies that some money I didn't even have, some money that I did, and Lord, it all came from him. Hallelujah. The big OG. You understand what I'm saying? Like it I done put some money, still putting money into this. You understand what I'm saying? Like this ain't cheap. This ain't free. And uh, I know for anybody who runs a business, it's not cheap. And it, especially, especially if you're living off that. Like, I'm not at a point to where I'm just living off of my work. You know what I'm saying? Loving and living off my work. Like, I'm loving my work, but I want to get to a point where I'm loving and living off my work. Shiggy is saying to you, yo, this is how I make my money. And if you can't respect that, then I'm not about to sit here and do your challenge. And then y'all want to sit here and bitch and moan and groan and shit about him not doing your challenge. Oh, you did it for Drake. You're not Drake. You're not. You don't have the same level of Drake. You don't. I'm sorry. First of all, I'm not saying I'm not doing it, but at the same time, you don't have the same level of Drake. And you're not trying to cut the check? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Like, it's respect and it's love. But at the same time, I'm a man and I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And if you're not cutting the check, then I'm not about to do your song. And that goes for any business. Like, once you get to a point where, you, like, once I got paid for my services and doing what the fuck I did, I said, nope, I'm not not doing this again for no paycheck. Like, if you want me to come do, like I said, if you want me to come do some events, I need a check. And the thing is, you're not, people, people are so scared to pay people and ask you know what I'm saying? How much do you charge instead of sitting here saying, oh, well, he charging. Or, oh, she charging. Yeah, because her services are dope. Yeah, because my services are dope. Yeah, because his services are dope. So you don't want to sit. Mm, ain't that crazy? I just I just be sitting back like, what? You don't want to you don't want to collab because you you have pride and ego. You understand what I'm saying? You, you don't want to collab because you have pride and ego or you don't want, but you got the, here's the thing. You don't want to pay for my services, right? But you're going you gonna to go to the white man ultimately and pay for his stuff. Pay for, that's what literally happens. You understand what I'm saying? You don't pay the black people, but you want to pay the white people. Like, 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 like let's talk about it. Because if that wouldn't have happened. Seriously, I'm dead ass. You would have just dropped the bag and went about your way. But since... Your fellow brother sat here and said, can you cut the check for me? And which I would I would have thought Fabulous would have cut that bitch. For real, for real. I thought Fabulous would have cut that. Like, Casanova, respect, but bye. You see what I'm saying? But Fabulous, I would have been like, man, I thought you would have cut that check. But it was like, nah, bro, because I kind of put you. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Thank you. But I still need to get paid. Like. And if you ain't paying me, then I got to You feel? I got to go. So to Shiggy, you weren't in the wrong, my brother. You were not in the wrong at all. You you did what you needed to do. And um, I really hope people understand that us young people out here with businesses, you know, from the ages of 25 to 30 or whatever, however you want to say it, you know, when we get to a point where we want to get paid, don't look at us crazy. You understand what I'm saying? 
like, don't look at us crazy now. And then when we get big in the future, and th- and then when you come at us like, oh man, how much you charge? Damn, your price is so high. Well, you should have got me when I was affordable for your dumb ass, but you didn't. <gasps> oh, because you didn't want to pay me because of your pride. Oh my God. Now you're, now you really need me because I'm out here popping. Mm, ain't that crazy. Ain't that crazy. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, it's no shade, it's just facts, man. Don't sit here and do that. Like, people really try to play young people who have great social media, you know, uh, influences or just influences on the world period to try to get them to read, to, 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 to ignite their song and reevaluate, you know, reignite their song or reignite their career. Like, bro, I need a check. Period. I'm not about to sit here and, and do this event without you paying me. No, I'm affordable, but I ain't free. You understand what I'm saying? Period. I'm going to tweet that real quick. Hold on. Seriously, I'm affordable, but I'm not free. You understand? Like, I'm not. Like, my services are not for the free ball. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously, hold on. I'm really tweeting this right now. Hold on. Or putting it on my Facebook. Hold on. I'm not. I'm not free. What the fuck do y'all think this is? Like, I'm affordable, but I'm not free. Like, what is wrong with y'all? You understand what I'm saying? Like, you better, you better sit here and pay that money. Pay that fucking money. Like, and if he talking about, man, just drop a 10 band, you got it. Fabulous. You got it. With the fur you had on, that was 10 bands on your back. You got it. You want me to do your song? <laughs> I don't, you come, first of all, first, ho, ho, you're coming to me, okay? Let's get that straight. Don't get mad when you come to me, okay? I didn't come to you, okay? Remind yourself that. And that's what niggas have to remind themselves. You didn't, I didn't come to you, my nigga, okay? You came to me. So don't get mad when I tell you I'm affordable, but I ain't free, period. My services don't, my services come with a price tag. An affordable price tag, but not a five-finger discount price tag. Hello. Um, let's talk about Ray J, man. Listen. <laughs> Ray J was... Uh, <laughs> I, I recently watched uh, the Wendy Williams show. Shout out to you, Wendy. How you doing? Um, I recently watched the show, and Ray J was on it. And he was supposed to be on it Tuesday, but, you know, flight delay. And he went on to talk about Princess, because I really wanted to hear what the fuck is going on with them. Because y'all know I went hard on them. You know, I gave them Biggest Loser of the Week last week. And I really went in on them like, bruh, y'all been doing the same tango. And I said it, and I stand by it. They've been doing the same fucking tango for, like, five years. You understand what I'm saying? Like five years. And I love Ray J. That's the thing. Like, I got love for Ray J. We love you here at the podcast, bro. Like, we love the Raycons. You understand what I'm saying? I'm getting me a pair next year. Or before before the year's up, I'm going to get me a pair. Because I want one. I want those before the AirPods. Like, I really wanted some Raycons before the AirPods, for real. Like, I see you doing the scooty bikes. You understand? Like, you getting this money. You getting this back. But you're still acting like a fucking child, my dog. Like, come on, bro. You got to, you got to, we got to grow up at some point in time. I told y'all, I, I act older than what the hell I am. You understand what I'm saying? Like, my personality is so old, it's ridiculous. So it's like, bro, I'll be looking at these men like, okay, should I act like that? No. <laughs> what the fuck? So Ray J was on Wendy and he was just talking 
about, you know, of course she asked him about the whole princess and everything uh, situation. And of course he, he did what he normally does. He said, I'm sorry. Right. Every t- every time they get into a big ass altercation, even if it's not on social media, he ends up apologizing. Right. He ends up apologizing because even if it's her fault or his fault, he just ends up apologizing. And to me, every time their apology comes, the scenario then follows them into love and hip hop. So what I see from that was I, and I hope it's true, you know, what I'm saying that they still together or whatnot. Um, because they need some fucking counseling, honest, like on some real, like this is, this is love, right? This is me coming to you with love. Y'all need some fucking counseling and y'all need to stay off of social media. Like seriously, people stop putting, stop, 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 literally stop. Like, I don't need to know what's going on in your relationship that much. You understand what I'm saying? Like our, we already see it on reality TV. Right. We already see that. But we don't need to. We don't need to. We don't really care. Right. We don't care. And what are you what you're doing now is literally giving the Instagrammer something to just talk about. And like I said, now I was going to carry on into another thing because it's been story after story after I, you know, put them after I, you know, gave them biggest of the week. It's been story after story. You know, sitting here, and, and it's not because of me, but I'm just saying, like, it's, I've just been seeing story after story with them, like, oh, they're not, um, it's this, it's that, you know, he didn't have his ring on in the airport, or blah, 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 and he said, you know, his excuse was, you know, his excuse was for that, he was like, so you know how black people get ashy, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> you can't help but to love and hate Ray J at the same time, like, it's like, it's like, I see Ray J, like, that distant cousin, like, he come to the barbecue, and he just like, what up, bro? Like, he he's so extra. And that's why I love him so much, because we extra. You understand what I'm saying? I'm an extra individual. He's an extra individual. But sometimes, Ray J, you got to know how to just calm down your extra, bro. Like, and you got to know how to compromise, first off. Because he talked about that shit, too. And, he, and, and, and I feel like because of how he was really raised and everything and how he was... Um, you know, just doing his thing, you know, he was doing his thing for so long, even with Princess, like, seriously, that you got to understand, like, bro, you are a married man now, and you have two kids on the way. You cannot do the same shit that you did when you got married, or even when y'all had your second child. It, 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 and I don't know that, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still learning as I go as well. But as an observer, as a watcher, as somebody who watches a lot of shit, just not on the TV screen, but I love to people watch. I tell you all that all the time. Literally, I'm like, and I and I and I hear it. You know what I'm saying? I'm always talking to my OGs about this shit. Like, seriously, you got to understand, like, it comes with time. You understand what I'm saying? Like, bro, you got to change. You got to be willing to change. Like, don't be don't don't sit there and go on Wendy and just, you know, sit here and just spot all that bullshit. Because if I see it next season, if I see all of that next season, I'm calling it out. Period. And I think and I think I've already called it. So expect everybody to see all this fiasco next season on Love Man Bob. Um <laughs> shout out to Ray J though. George Zimmerman. Uh I'm not gonna spend too long on this motherfucker. Uh this motherfucker decided that he wanted to sit here and sue or file a lawsuit for a hundred million dollar defamation lawsuit 
against the Trayvon Martin family. Um, first of all, motherfucker, you <laughs> you need to not be filing shit because I'm surprised nobody has shot you yet. And that's not even that's not even a threat because I, I I'm not I don't have the time, but I'm surprised that nobody has literally like capped you yet. I'm I'm so surprised. Like it it still shocks me to this day how many years you've lived after Trey after that whole case and your shenanigans. Like I can I I'm still flabbergasted at the fact that you're still living. You understand what I'm saying? Like seriously, no cap. Like um they must have you they must have you set in a the whitest neighborhood possible where you can't get in. Like no black people can get in at all and like you must live around the people that have the same mindset as you like fuck black people all black people races like i believe like discriminate like all of that i believe like you live around some people like that because if you were still in florida my dog if you were still in florida with the black folks it would be a wrap it would be a rizap on that nizap like i am not kidding you and um I just feel like this lawsuit is a bunch of bullshit. Um, first of all, if you if you feel so defamation, first of all, you killed a son. You killed someone. Like, let's call it what it is. You killed someone. I don't give a fuck if you think it was out of self-defense or even the stand your ground raw, stand your ground law said it was out of self-defense. You killed someone, you fucking bitch. You killed somebody. And that's what it is. And they will continue to say that. Now, they probably won't say it like that, but I will. You killed him. You did. You shot him. Cold blood. Period. And decided that you wanted to use a standing ground wall to defend yourself. That's what happened. You killed an innocent 17-year-old teen. Literally. Innocent. With a hood on. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I walk around this bitch with hoods every day. And I dare somebody to try it. But then I under I also understand that now my I, I have, you know, like like when I ever since the Trayvon ever since the Trayvon Martin case, literally like I see so many less black men like wear hoods now. No, seriously, like if you see it for real, like a lot of people do not wear hoods in that community now. For real, for real. Like it's really, it's really real. Like, if you're not really in the hood for real where you know it's safe, trust me. Like sometimes the hood is safer than the than the George Zimmerman communities. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, come on now. I can't wear a hood and walk out. That's crazy. That's motherfucking crazy. Like it'd be crazy if I didn't have this, you know, if I didn't have a GV here on me and I just had a just a hood, I wonder. You know what I'm saying? I fucking wonder. Hmm. That's crazy. Because I feel like I live in a George Zimmerman type of environment already. You understand what I'm saying? They just don't. These are these are a bunch of ass Trump supporters who who don't give a fuck about nothing but capitalism, money, and uh, growing. And that's it. They don't give a fuck about nothing else. Oh, and they medical field. That's it. That's it. They don't give a shit about nothing else here. Like, it feels like that. But like I said, I'm not going to spend too much time on this motherfucker. Um, I just wanted to let it be known that he decided that he wanted to just send this lawsuit for I don't know what the fuck reason. Um, but whatever. He ain't shit. Uh, 
let's talk about um, Queen Remy. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Queen Remy Ma. If you don't know who Remy Ma is, she's from the State of the Culture podcast, rapper extraordinaire. You feel me? One of Queen's rap. And uh, she just got off her case with um, Britney Taylor from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. I mean, New York, which I'm so happy for because that case was so stupid. So if you didn't, if you didn't hear, if you didn't know, Britney said back in April that she got a black eye or she allegedly accused Remy of hitting her in the face um, and she showed the black eye, right? So, you know, it was a whole court case. It was a whole, like, it. this been dragging out for a minute, right? There was no evidence. We even said it. I think I said it back in like, Excuse me. I think I said it back in like April when I when we were, when we talked about the fucking story. Like there was no evidence. Like Britney, you 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 look and sound stupid. Now you really look and sound stupid. Like you know what I'm saying. But it's just unfortunate because you know you got to pay them court fees. You got to do this. You got to like Remy just trying to live her best life. Like she just got out of jail. She's looking good. Like it's not even just got out, but you know she she's she's getting acclimated to life again for real for real it takes time and she looking good she look her like her and papoose look great you know they they just being the black love couple that i love to see and you know all of a sudden all this bullshit comes from a girl who don't even make that much money and it's just like bruh nobody cares you understand what i'm saying like no Body cares. And um I I I I just I was just like, why are you even suing her? For what? I bet I'm you know I think you know I think I'll probably punch her in her face. Like so I'm probably like Mariah Lynn or somebody. You know what I'm saying? And I know Mariah Lynn probably don't even fight like that no more. I know she's trying to change her image. But I know somebody like that probably like beat her ass. Not Mariah Lynn, but somebody like Mariah Lynn or Dream Doll or something. Somebody. That she done said, said, said something to that wasn't right and literally knocked her ass out. It would be like that. New York women are aggressive. I love y'all, but y'all aggressive as hell. You understand what I'm saying? So I know, I know somebody had to pop you in the face. You had to say something. You had to say something, Brittany. Um, but shout out to Remy for getting off the case because the case was stupid, stupid anyway. Um, I'm just glad she's off. You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't got to deal with no more court. Like, no more court. You can go into 2020 fresh. Fresh. No more of this bullshit. Like, shout out to Remy Ma and Pat Poos, man. Black love all day. Um, last thing. Let's talk about Lunel. <laughs> uh, Queen Lunel is, like, I think everybody should take notes from Queen, uh, Queen Lunel. Like, she is amazing. Like, she, she's more of a nigga than a lot of these niggas out here. Like, for real, for real. Um, so, she was on Vlad TV. And she talked about, um, Vlad asked her about the uh, Omarion situation, uh, the Omarion fit situation. Now, if y'all haven't seen, Omarion has been King Petty for the last, like, two weeks, right? Now, y'all know he's going on the Millennium Tour with Bow Wow, Sammy, Yin Yang Twins, I'm trying to think, Lloyd, Pretty Ricky, and I think it was somebody else, Bow Wow. Right, so you know it's the it's like Bow Wow and um, uh, uh headlining it, and then you know you got the other you know you got the other great artists you know uh, basically being support you know the support group in the back. But I think it's a great lineup, right? And you know he put out his commercial where they were like, "What's that?" You know it was just so petty. Like these 
it's just like the pettiness of it is amazing. You understand what I'm saying? So we sitting there and well, I'm sitting there and uh, I'm watching the Vlad interview with uh, Lunell and Lunell comments on the Fizz, April and uh, Oprah, Oprah, Omarion stuff. And uh, she basically says there's two ways you can look at it. And I agree with her wholeheartedly on this. She was like in the street, in the real life street world, like in the in this life where we're talking right now. You hear me right now on this podcast. We're talking real life, right? This is real life. I don't care how you look at it. This is real life. In real life, Fizz will get his, she said, Fizz will get his ass whooped and April will get her ass beat, period. No cap. And I said, I said, boy, that is facts. That is so facts because she said it like, listen, you had two kids with Amaria and then you go and date his quote unquote brother. And then now you, it's like, you got the kids. She said, you got the kids confused because now Uncle Fizz is in bed with mommy. What the fuck? Oh, hell no. And she said, now in reality TV world, oh, this is normal. And which it is. This is very much normal. Reality TV world, this is all normal. Because if you see, if you watch Love and Hip Hop, if you watch um, any Love and Hip Hop, seriously, any reality TV show growing up, Love and Hip Hop, like, everybody fucking everybody. You understand? Almost like everybody, like Finn's talking about, I'm in love, you can't help you fall in love with and shit like that. And I'm like, nigga, I had a fling for six months. That ain't love. You understand? Like we had a we had a something for six months, but it wasn't love. You understand what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you just met her. First of all, you didn't meet her. You knew her. Right? Because that was your boy's ex-girlfriend slash baby mom. So you knew what it was about. You knew what it was. So reality TV, like in reality, you're like, this is what it is. You fucking, you kissing, yeah. Low key, y'all being some hookers and some pimps and some hoes for some money. Literally, that's how it looked. The way Lunell put it, the way I interpreted it, was literally like, she was like, reality TV, everybody fucking everybody. They they literally kind of paying you to fuck. So literally how I look at it is love and hip hop are your pimps. Period. They paying you to fuck. They ain't paying you to do nothing else. Because I don't see no music from both y'all niggas. Y'all ain't love or hip-hop. So I don't know where the hell y'all are and be... Well, Fizz is R&B. Good lotion. <laughs> I gotta stop. But um, literally, like, dog, what the fuck? Like, no, 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 no. Throw it away. Throw it all away. Throw the whole bag away. Throw them two away. In the river. Somewhere. <laughs> no, not for real. But just... Lunel was right. You know what I'm saying? Like... In real life, you probably would have got your ass whooped. And Lowe's, Omarion is, and Omarion is probably saying, yeah, I probably could whoop his ass. Right? Low-key, anybody in Omarion's shoes would probably whoop his ass. But Omarion knows his celebrity. You understand what I'm saying? He knows his celebrity. He knows how big his name is. Versus Fizz and April because Fizz and April coming together could never have the have a bigger name than Omarion ever, ever. Good lotion could never do what Icebox did. Never, never. You understand what I'm saying? So this little storyline between April and Fizzard literally does not affect this nigga because now J Boog, 
and all of B2Fizz and all of B2K are not on what? The Millennium Tour. The tour that you wanted to be on so bad because why? You need a bag. And literally, you guys will be on Love & Hip Hop next year collecting that bag. Period. Now, I know probably Omarion pays child support to April and everything, but I know that's not that's not what it is. That's not enough. And I know, and I know those Love & Hip Hop checks aren't enough for your L.A. lifestyle. Period. I know that for a fact. Because L.A. is expensive. I, don't even, I ain't even been there yet. And I'm like, I'm planning, I'm planning a trip. And I'm already like, God damn, I don't want to spend this money. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. You know, so I think Lunel was definitely spot on when she said, like, in reality TV, everybody fucking everybody, period. You're nasty. And I hope, I, not I hope, but, you know, I hope y'all don't catch no type of disease because that's just disgusting. Ugh, ugh. You know, you just kid. Ah, ugh. Lord have mercy. Um, but we're about to get out of here because <laughs> we ain't had nothing to talk about for real. That was it. Um, we're about to get out of here. We're about to um, about to go chill and relax, honestly. So y'all make sure y'all continue to follow us on every platform. Uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, uh, CastBox, Overcast, all of those. You understand what I'm saying? And we will be back on Monday. You can also, do- if you will, oh, sorry, if you would like to donate to the podcast and to the um the network, you can go to my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That is www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash donate. And you can hit the donate tab. We take Cash App and PayPal donations. Um, I appreciate everybody that donated on Giving Tuesday. We had a, a $10 donation. And I appreciate you so much. That person who donated, I know her personally. Um, love, love so much. She made me cry, literally. Like, any, like y'all have to understand, any type of donation support like genuine you understand what i'm saying like i really appreciate genuine transparent honest love from people like from y'all like it's amazing you understand what i'm saying and you never know who's watching or listening to you you understand what i'm saying like you never know you never know so i broke down yesterday y'all know i'm a big ball of water i don't care i show my emotions it is what it is like, I was just breaking down. I was like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. You know, just praying and just thanking God just because it's it's it gets hard around this bitch. You understand what I'm saying? Because I fund this all by myself. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. Right. I'm, I'm building. I'm building my strength. You know what I'm saying? And I just appreciate people's support, genuine support. I know what genuine support look like. And I know what fake support look like. Seriously. Like, don't fuck with me. Right. To the fake supporters, don't fuck with me. But to the genuine ones that I care about, for real, for real, I thank you. I love you for from the bottom of my heart for everything that you guys like do for me and this podcast. Like it, this, like seventeen thousand plus streams would not be a thing if it wasn't for you guys. Like it would not. We're almost at eighteen thousand. Yeah. We're about 400,000, 400,000, 400 streams away from like about 18,000. So I appreciate y'all so much every day that you listen, every week that you listen, every hour, every minute, like every time you donate, every, like I appreciate you so, so, so much. And that's why I will continue to 
tried my best not to let y'all know. I will not try to stop this. It will continue to elevate. It will continue to grow. I thank you. I love you. We will be back on Monday. I love you guys. Peace, love, and Harry's.